0: You only live twice, once when you are born, and once when you look death in the face. Ian Fleming. Hey there, this is Sam Wan, and this is another Earl Grey review. This week, I'll be introducing to you some books to complement your espresso and Earl Grey. This week's episode was on life and death. And if you haven't had a chance to catch that, you can just play the episode before this, and you'll hear Dr. Sam Chan and I talk about his experience as a medical doctor and about the spirituality of death. Now, without further ado, let me quickly give you some quick, great resources on reading on death and dying. The first one is definitely a classic. Tuesdays with Mori by Mitch Albom a novel about the author's college professor who is dying, who is diagnosed with ALS and has a limited time to live. Uh, ALS is a motor neurons disease and Morrie loves to dance, but he slowly finds that he cannot dance anymore. It marks Mitch's own personal reflections of the slow death of his mentor, And it was one of the first novels that I read as a teenager on the topic of death. Mitch writes, well, Maury says, The truth is, once you learn how to die, you learn how to live. It's been made into a TV movie, and like all other Mitch album books, it skates in between reality, fiction and reflection with such punchiness that it gets you thinking, about your own life. The second book that I want to recommend is When Breath Becomes Air which is a book that we talked a lot about in our podcast. It's a memoir written by Paul Kalanithi, a doctor who is at the cusp, who was at the cusp of training to be a neurosurgeon. He was heading into a star career path as an instructor at Stanford's Department of Neurology and a fellow of neurosciences, and in this book he is diagnosed with inoperable lung cancer. He then has to navigate through all this, having his momentum lost, his legacy in a way lost in this world, and he has to find again meaning in this life. He talks about doctoring in this way. The secret is to know that the deck is stacked and that you will lose, that your hands or judgment will slip and yet still struggle to win for your patience. You can't ever reach perfection, but you can believe in an asymptote, towards which you are ceaselessly striving. It is such a beautifully written book, and as I said in the podcast, I was in tears reading it this while I was on a uh, bullet train in Japan, because it just got me thinking about all the experiences that I've had. Um, there's an epilogue written by his wife, Lucy Kalanithi, and she quotes Emily Dickinson's poem. You left me sweet, two legacies, a legacy of love, a heavenly father would content had he the offer of. You left me boundaries of pain, capacious as the sea between eternity and time, your consciousness and me. She writes, this book carries the urgency of racing against time, of having important things to say, poor confronted death, examined it, wrestled with it, accepted it as a physician and a patient. He wanted to help people understand death and face their mortality. Dying in one's fourth decade is unusual now, but dying is not. The other thing that I mentioned in our podcast is the play Wit, which is by, let me just have a look, Margaret Edson. And last time it was produced by the Glockenspiel House, I believe. And it was played in the uh, Seymour Theatre. There's actually a movie version of it starring Emma Thompson and Christopher Lloyd, who is uh, famous for Back to the Future, I believe. Emma Watson stars as the, uh, the professor who is, who is diagnosed with metastatic, metastatic stage 4 ovarian cancer. And Christopher Lloyd stars as the oncologist. There's a beautiful line in that play that says, You cannot imagine how time can be so still. It hangs, it weighs, and yet there is so little of it. It goes so slowly and yet it is so scarce. Another book that we mentioned is Atul Gawande's Being Mortal which has been described as one of the most powerful and moving books uh, that is out there on mortality. He tracks uh, a history of mortality and also looks at how we as human beings face mortality. It's a wonderful book that I'm uh, halfway through and it just gives a physician's approach to mortality, his experience as treating patients Uh, who are dying. I just want to read you a part of the book here that says, I am am leery of suggesting the idea that endings are controllable. No one ever really has control. Physics and biology and accident ultimately have their way in our lives, but the point is that we are not helpless either. Courage is the strength to recognise both realities. We have the room to act, to shape our stories, though, as time goes on, it is within narrower and narrower confines. Finally, a little poetry to help you digest all this. Uh, The Piece of Wild Things by Wendell Berry. A collection of poetry that is of the ground, musty and filled with dirt and realness. Wendell Berry is a poet-farmer, eco-prophet, I think, who calls out with clarity with this particular poem that I want to finish with, called The Peace of Wild Things. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's life's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time I rest in the grace of the world and am. This has been a quick uh, review Earl Grey review And you can find all these books available At your local online bookstore The Little Locks Bookshop Up in Katoomba Where you can buy all these wonderful books And more And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week As we talk about Timefulness one of my favourite topics on Conversations with Earl Grey.